Hello beautiful soul and welcome to Manifest With Me, Rebecca G. I'm your manifestation, meditation and mindset coach who blends equal measures of soul, strategy and a little sprinkle of science on the side. Consider me your modern day pink witch with my spiritual toolbox packed full of ideas to energize and inspire you and to put the action into the law of attraction. Let this podcast be your weekly fix because my beautiful soul, it is time to turn your vision board into a reality. Good morning, beautiful souls. So today's question comes from Teresa Hideaway. <laughs> I need a hideaway. <laughs> How many people must do that to that poor lady? And now I'm doing it to you. It's a great classic 90s dance tune. If you don't know it, then go and Google it. You need to learn about dance music. It's such a good feel-good factor for music. Anyway, Today, Teresa has asked me how to manifest love. She said, I have been so unlucky in relationships. I love watching you and your husband online and your beautiful little boy. And you often talk about on your TikToks how you manifested your perfect man. I wondered if you would mind covering this on your podcast. Of course, I'll cover it on here. And actually, there is a course that's coming up uh, towards the end of the year on how to manifest love. So I'll do a little, probably a little Sunday masterclass on this one. So have a look for that one. So If you've been trying to manifest love a bit like Teresa, then there are some really easy, straightforward steps that you can follow. The number one thing before I go into all of the steps, actually, is to really get to work on yourself. Because when I was kind of in my dating era, in my 20s and 30s, and I was flying towards the age of 40, panicking, like a lot of women do, and it's so normal to feel like this. You're like, oh my God, I keep meeting all these absolute morons. I'm kissing all the frogs. I'm not meeting anybody nice. What What is wrong with me? And if you're saying that, what is wrong with me, then there's something is wrong with you. (laughs) Someone said that to me once. I was like, what? No, I'm like a really nice person. I give my heart and I like kind to people and I genuinely take an interest in men and I want to get to know them and I want to settle down and I'm not, don't fuck about with people. I wasn't fucking about with loads of other people as well, like some of them were. I was like, what is it? And and this lady who was a customer of mine said to me, you need to do some deep theta healing. You need to go for like Reiki or theta healing or work on your inner child. And this is when I first started learning about inner child healing. It was like 10 years ago. And she was like, go and speak to a therapist or a coach or have, and I had theta therapy. I had counseling and coaching and worked on my chakras actually. And that's where kind of all my courses have been born from working on this stuff myself. And if you don't know, where to start then start on the chakra course within my app it's the best place to start and the the tears I've had coming out of my sacred souls membership the women messaging me going oh my god I didn't even realize I had that blockage or this and that's to do with money and fear and safety and and actually love as well so when you're trying to manifest love first of all get to work on yourself and really start to do that doesn't mean that you're not going to meet someone if you're working on yourself, like mine, I met my husband whilst I was in that process of still working through my limiting beliefs and things about men and all men are wankers. And that came from my dad just being so unreliable and cheating on my mum. And I was then always attracting these kinds of men and men that my dad wasn't violent, but I did attract horrendous men, <laughs> horrendous ones. And then I look back and I'm like, oh my God, why have I done that work on myself and in my 20s? I probably have like 10 kids by now. But anyway, but I, would have, I wouldn't have met my husband. It was the perfect timing to meet him because he was in another relationship. So always good. So number one is decide exactly what you want. And on the night of the full moon, do it on the full moon because it's so powerful. Decide on the kind of relationship that you want and then write this out on a piece of paper. So this is almost like planting the seed. So 
remember it's your job to stay in this like vibrational match to what you want to see and you know not, don't try and figure out how it's going to go down and you know just leave all that shit up to the universe you just have to write down exactly what you want and I wrote down things like Kevin had really nice underpants <laughs> not underpants boxer shorts that he wore Calvin Klein white boxer shorts. I don't know why I wrote that because I think every guy I've been with had like holes in his boxers. I'm like, come on. We're in like the early stages of dating where you wear the best underwear. I mean, don't get me wrong now. My pants are holy, holier than holy, bigger than like probably my grandma used to wear. I remember Kev saying that to me recently. Like, when are you going to get out of like those maternity pants? They are huge. They like literally come up to nearly your bra line. I'm like, I know, but they're so comfy. <laughs> I am back in thongs, ladies. You'll be pleased to know. My husband is very happy about that too. But yeah, so I was always meeting these guys and they were just wearing these incredibly holy, disgusting, like yucky underpants. So I was like, that was one of the things I wrote down. I also wrote down that he was debt free, that he, if he had children, that they were lovely and they took to me like a friend and we got on really well. If he had an ex-wife, because you know, when you, when you head towards the forties zone, you've got to expect to meet people who've got kids. And so I thought I want the ex-wife to be all right. She's, she's all right. She's all right to me. I get on all right with her. Kevin doesn't get on with her, but I get on all right with her. And that's the main thing, isn't it? That I don't get involved in their stuff. So remember, your job here is to be in this vibrational match for what you want. So if, if, if all these like materialistic things, the things you want in your life, bloody write it down. I wish I'd written that he was a millionaire, actually. I didn't write that one down. But I wrote that he had nice friends and he was a kind person. He, You know, all the things like he's honest, loyal, trustworthy. Don't write things like he won't cheat on me. Because the word cheat, you're then writing into your affirmation of what you want. That's not a vibrational match for what you want at all in a relationship. That he's kind and considerate and and he's, you know, funny. I had to have a good sense of humour. I had to be amazing in bed and actually know where my clitoris was. That was a big thing. (laughs) Like, write it all down. Because... Then let me tell you that I, I met Kev quite quickly after doing this. N- not saying that you will. You might have some more work to do on yourself. I think it really comes down to that kind of leaving it up to the universe and just, you know, stepping into that, embodying that kind of energy of it coming towards you. And then it's kind of already done. The next thing to do is to just dream it in your mind. So visualizing exactly what this vibrational match for you is going to look like so what you want to attract into your life so you may have already dwindled hours away in your brain picturing your dream partner and one thing I'll say to this is try to go more on the feeling of that person as to what they will look like because how you envision your relationship to be it's not how you think your husband's going to look if you want a husband, for example. So it's more about the qualities that that person have, visualising that rather than what they look like. Because I personally couldn't see what my husband looked like anywhere. I could I could never, when I went deep, I knew he was going to be tall. He had to be tall because I'm really tall. And I couldn't marry someone who was shorter than me. And that's no shade on anyone that does, just personal thing. I just, I just wanted them to be taller than me so I could hug them. And when I hugged them, my, my ear was on their chest. <laughs> hairy chest mm, I love his hairy chest <laughs> I love my husband's chest so much like if he's on a zoom call with me or a, a call when he's away like we do facetime and I can see his chest I'm like mm, he looks so hot <laughs> I still get turned on my husband now it's a good thing I guess but you want to be just picturing that like picture the sexy chest if you want to but like try not to get too hooked on what they look like now I find my husband incredibly attractive but I didn't when I first met him. So when I first, if like he showed me him on an app, I'd be like, nah, swipe. I wouldn't look at him and, and like say that he was like, I don't know, just didn't 
instantly attracted to him. But then that night when we went out for our first date and we were chatting and the more I spent time with him, the more I deeply fell in love with him. It happened really quickly. So think about more the qualities rather than like he's got to have brown hair and he's got to have blue eyes and he's got to have this. I mean, yes, the height and things you can go for, but try not to picture, don't hone in too much because you rule out so many good men that you could probably be dating. Number three is to just completely embody that person. So when I used to see couples walking down the road, I'd be like, oh, and I used to like see myself as that. Or if I saw a couple kissing or they were pushing a pram with their babies, like that's totally going to be my life. That's already done. Like, and just being really happy when you see those things. And you have to act and behave as if you are that persona already, as if it's already manifested. So you kind of embody that version of you that has this relationship. So how would you be showing up, by the way? So most likely not obsessing over the outcome, would you? If it's already happened, you wouldn't be obsessing over meeting a man because he's already in your life. So go into that kind of, go into that person, uh, Teresa, go into that kind of, I'm already with my man, and then taking self-care time. So you know, doing your nails, getting a pedicure, looking after yourself a little bit more, like getting some good sleep, like maybe exercising and eating healthy so that you feel good and doing things that make you feel good regardless of a partner being in your life or not. But, you know, just those things that are going to help us feel good. And the most important thing is to believe here that you're worthy of love. So really believing that you're you're worthy of that true love from somebody else because we manifest what we subconsciously believe we are worthy of. And a lot of people hold limiting beliefs around love and relationships, just like I did. If you've had any traumatic experiences in relationships or you've had any insecurities that have built up through your life, this is one of the biggest blocks. It's also what causes us to settle for less than we deserve in relationships. So when you've done all of that so far that I've talked about, you then have to get into alignment. So you might find that your ideal person presents themselves and then you're like, oh, they don't not really sure if this is the person that I want. Don't ignore the sign of people coming in and the universe putting people in your path. You don't know how they're going to come in, but be okay with that. But taking aligned action is about pursuing and saying yes to potential partners that have the qualities that you desire in your life. So, you know, don't entertain or pursue someone that doesn't match what you truly want. Like if they're like rude or they don't get back to you or like they snub you in the street, but you think they're really hot. That is is not the person you want to be with, girl. Absolutely not. The universe will be telling you these signs and they will be pushing to you like the type of person that they want you to be with. So you're just going to keep attracting more of the people that you don't want in your life if you just don't listen to the signs and signals as well. So if you're just like, oh yeah, he's really rude, but uh, you know what, he's really hot. I'm just going to keep dating men like that. Fucking no. Like chop those assholes out because you deserve better. And then the last part is to surrender. So this is actually, I think, the hardest part because when you really want something, it's like when I really wanted a baby, I, I really found it hard to surrender. And then the minute I was like, fuck it, let's just stop trying for a baby and we're just going to decorate the house and we book loads of holidays. <laughs> three weeks later I felt pregnant so surrendering is just you allowing love into your life without attachment to the specific outcome or a specific kind of person I mean yes I told you to make this list but have it broad doesn't serve you to be kind of rigid in this kind of linear thinking because when you open up to creative possibilities of love the universe will completely surprise you and let me tell you from experience you'll meet someone totally unexpected and then Eight years from now, 
like I am, you look back and you're like, oh, this is why all those absolute morons didn't work out. It's so worth it going through all that to meet my husband. It really was. So how long does it take? Some people have asked me this. I've had three or four questions about love recently. And someone said, how long did it take for you to manifest him? I don't think there's a time limit on love. It can be incredibly fast or it can, you know, it really depends how long it takes you to believe that you are worthy of love because healing doesn't happen immediately it doesn't happen overnight and I think the most exciting part of the love process is that it can happen at any point in time after you've decided that you're inviting love into your life and that might mean you're going on a dating app and you might have to kiss all the frogs to meet your prince but I think when you're on dating apps or you're saying to friends have you got any friends I can like go for a drink with you're openly saying it out in public to your friends or to the universe or in your book, like when you're journaling, okay, universe, I'm open, I'm ready to meet the love of my life, show me how good it gets, then, you know, you're not always going to be showing the right person straight away. It's going to be like, oh, we're going to send you this absolute wanker to test you. (laughs) I'm going to send you this guy just to make sure you are clear of dating absolute morons. I'm going to send you another one. I might even send you another one. So you're going to have to go through a few hurdles maybe. So don't be like, oh, I've tried dating apps and they don't work. I met Kevin on a swipe app. So don't give up on it because, you know, he could be out there. You just have to kiss a few frogs before you meet them. And if you find yourself dating and meeting people who seem to be a good fit for you, but then they don't turn into a relationship, just know that you're on the right path. You're perfectly on the right path. It just depends what you're desiring, what you feel, what you're calling in. And really, you know, this idea is that you feel supported, you feel loved, you feel cared for, and you feel safe with that person. And my mother gave me this amazing advice. She, I was getting really frustrated with the universe and I was like, oh my God, I've had so many tests. I was like, what? This can be a good sign though, because you know your person is on the way. It, when you're going through those tests and you don't seem to be meeting the right person and you're overcoming those obstacles, just know that your person is coming and you might have some exes pop up. They appear, by the way, or people who are like your exes to test your self-worth. So don't fall back into those old patterns. You know, you must recognise how worthy you are and see how much you are deserving and just go, okay, thanks for the universe. Thanks for the test universe. No, not having that. And really what happens here is these feelings that we have when we're ready my mum gave me this incredible piece of advice when I was like, I'm ready, I want to meet someone, I keep meeting all these wankers. My mum said to me, you'll know the right one because you'll feel calm. It won't necessarily be someone who you're like, oh my God, it's so hot, even though I think that now about my husband. It won't be the person that's like wooing you and like impressing you loads. My mum said to me, you'll just feel really calm, you'll feel really safe and you won't doubt anything. And I remember this feeling with Kevin that I'd never had before, which was where we'd have a date and then people were like, thank you so much for tonight. I really enjoyed myself. Hey, what are you up to on Tuesday? Oh, I was like, amazing. He's already booking the next one. I was like, it took away that weird interim. And if you're dating at the moment or you're on dating apps or you know what I'm talking about, you have an amazing conversation with someone and then it goes dead for ages and you're like, should I message him? Should I do it? Like, a proper gentleman, a proper fucking bloke will message you and just be like, hey, let's do this. Hey, are you like, yeah. And they're like booking ahead. And I think that's a really good sign of someone who's grown up, got their shit together and is thinking about you and your feelings. And he says that now. He's like, I just didn't want you in that lull face thinking I wasn't thinking about you. And I wanted to, you know, and also because he knew how busy I was with work. I was working a lot of evenings then. He was like, I wanted to just, you know, book you in. I wanted to see you again. And actually, that's that's so nice to know that that person is thinking of you and they're respecting your time and your space as well. So apart from 
you know, manifesting a guy with millions of dollars and maybe a yacht. Maybe that's the number one thing that you want. (laughs) I think the number one thing people really do want is just true love to attract that special person in their life. And manifestation is so easy and so so helpful in this process because it's almost like you've got a little bit control over it. You can co-create with the universe a little bit and then you can just like, boof, let it go. And the more powerful you become, the more you look after yourself and your your inner self and work on yourself, the stronger your attraction will become for the right person as well. So I hope that helps. Let me know. I want to know who you're manifesting. This gorgeous, sexy man that's going to come into your life and literally sweep you off your feet in the best, calmest, most gorgeous way. So good luck, Teresa. I want to know. I want to hear from you how your manifestation goes. And remember to write that list on a full moon. It's super powerful. Thanks for listening today, guys. Love you. Bye. Are you ready to start manifesting and raising your vibration all at your fingertips? Introducing the Sacred Souls mobile app. Imagine having all of the tools you could possibly need to manifest and raise your vibration like never before, all in the palm of your hand, wherever you are in the world. Now, this membership is for you, my darling listener. If you are a beginner to manifesting and you're not sure what to do or how to get the wheels in motion, maybe you're an old time manifester and you've just got stuck in the mud. You feel completely blocked and you're struggling to move forward. You might be anxious and on the edge and you're really feeling like you want to start to take control of your energy and you're wanting to really move forward with your manifestations, but you're a little bit overwhelmed trying to juggle life and you want to find a space to start looking after you if you've been on a spiritual journey for a while then you will be ready to take things up a notch there is something for everybody here so are you ready for more more money more abundance more love more everything and most importantly more community this is not just any app where you're going to be downloading things or watching videos and listening to audios yes it's got all of that and beautiful workbooks within it but you get to be part of a community and live calls and masterclasses as well So are you ready to start creating the life of your dreams? Because I am ready to do that with you. Click the link in the show notes and join me today in my sacred community and start your manifesting journey within the Sacred Souls membership. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm sending you a huge virtual squishy hug and I hope today's episode has helped giving you some inspiration, energy and a light bulb moment. So do share your light bulbs or any takeaways you've had on your socials and tag me in as I absolutely love to hear from you. So if you love to share, you are going to love my giveaway. Every month I'm running a new competition to win a large moon box packed full of crystals, candles, affirmation cards, incense, my love yourself to the moon and back journal and a real surprise of spiritual treats that change every month. So listen up if you want to win and get your hands on this, because all you have to do is number one, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Number two, tag me on your socials with either a post, video or story of your top takeaway of that specific episode. Be sure to tag me in as at Rebecca Wellstead Green so that I see it and you'll be entered into my free prize draw. So from my heart to yours, lots of love to the moon and back. Have a fabulous week, beautiful. I can't wait to spend time with you again next week. Mwah.